Let's do it. Come on, man. I'm down. City of the Condemned is my five. Let's do it. That's my my number seven. Okay. It's beyond banger for me. Yeah. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) What? I fucking say, okay. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. Is this is the weekly music podcast. Yes. <laughs> where every week we get into a different album by a different artist. We break down one of their records. We uh, get into the lyrics, music, how it was made, the members, all that good shit. And we try to have a good time doing it. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and five stars only, please. And thank you. Go do that. Uh, tell, tell all your friends about the podcast because we are the greatest podcast to ever exist. And we are finally back after a week off. We did take a week off, the first week off in many, many years of the pod. We're too hard. And um, yeah, yep. We do. True. We and do. God damn. We'll talk about this last weekend because it uh, it relates to the album of the week. So I guess, Jeff, let's just jump into what we're doing and uh, go from there. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right, so what are we doing today? We are doing uh, Bleeding Through's album, This Is Love, This Is Murderous. This was a fucking bomb. For a few seconds, this place was Armageddon. There was a firefight! I'm 
Bleeding Through formed in Orange County, California in 1999 by Brandon Chapati on vocals, Javier Van Hus on guitar, Scott Denu on guitar, Chad Tafala on bass, and Troy Bourne on drums. They currently have eight full-length records and one EP. But the album we're doing today is Love Lost in a Hail of Gunfire. It's the band's third album, and it was released September 23rd, 2003. It features Brandon Chapati on vocals, Brian Lepke on guitar, Scott Denu on guitar, uh, Ryan Wambacher on bass, Marta Peterson on keyboards, and Derek Youngsma on the drums. Now, Jeff, what is your uh, what's your origin story with bleeding through the cool. drums? <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I still don't really like this band that much. But it's, 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 this is high school. This is high school. This whole this whole scene was exploding when we were in high school. And I've been to plenty of shows with you and hated every moment of it, but uh, they were fun. I had a good time. It was it was like a Esperanza reunion at all these chain reaction shows, even though we're seeing the same fucking band forty five thousand times. But they were fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know the first time. I did the, honestly the first time I've actually listened to Bleeding Through was this week or this past three weeks. At this point, two weeks. Even though you had you have a Bleeding Through record on vinyl, yeah. But... Okay. Yeah, I okay, have no fine. no history or, or nostalgia attached to this outside of just it was fun to go to these shows because I knew I would know at least half of the people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's growing up in the scene out here. All right. Um, then my origin story is uh, is this record. This is love. This is murderous. Uh, there was there was always a buzz about this band because of 18 Visions and Throwdown and pretty much the whole hardcore scene, but I never really got into it. And then until my cousin, you know, he he said, "Go buy this CD. It's really really good. Uh, I think you'll really like the drummer." And I bought I bought this is love. This is murderous. And then fuck man, I listened to this record every fucking day for like probably a year. Every day I would listen to this record. I was just blown away at just how aggressive it was and and Derek's drumming I I think is the best part of this band especially this record phenomenal fucking drummer and uh and yeah I I just I mean the nostalgia behind this is also really strong because yeah this is the the, the OC hardcore scene was what we we grew up in with with bands like this um and then like you know a you Avenged Sevenfold or the bigger ones as well Death by Stereo I mean the, the list goes on and fucking on um so yeah the, the nostalgia is strong the music here is really solid i know i know you've already talked shit and you're going to continue to talk shit the whole but that's time fine. the whole time <laughs> the whole time um and uh yeah i don't know so so that's my origin story and um i guess let's get into your first impressions on this record so what do you got go i i thought there'd be more i thought there would be more here i don't i don't listen to metalcore um often if ever I, I have a few songs playlisted here and there i don't even like bt bam prior to alaska so i i just i don't listen to metalcore i just don't um yeah. don't really care for it i fucking hate the metalcore era of of the 2010s and then on asking alexandria ice nine kills type of shit that stuff's terrible. It's the worst. But that stuff like pales in comparison to this though. But like dude, bleeding through is just not that great. They are just not that Boy. great. The guitars. Let's let's start, let's start with the guitars. Fucking non existent. Yeah. Non existent. <laughs> non existent. And I, the, I, there. I don't cool even I here, don't dude. even like metal fucking core. Dude, I can name like five bands that are better at metal core than bleeding through art. It's just 
Ugh. And base it, they might as well just take the base out because he's also non-existent. Brandon Chapati, yeah, he barely here. Right he's fine. He doesn't do anything extraordinary. He does a lot of. Th- he's like a jack of all trades, but a, a master of none type of thing, which is fine. Hmm. But I think like I think like bleeding through. You need to to just. They're a goofy band, and I really understood that when we saw them live. I was like, "Holy shit! This is not." British bodies not look like what I thought he was going to look like. I thought he was going to look like fucking Tim <laughs> Lambesis prior to trying to kill his wife. And I thought oh my God. the band that we saw before bleeding through what I can't remember the fucking name. Uh, Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. The way that guy was just like mad dog the crowd the entire time. I was like, this is fun. Like no one's having a good time here. This is great. That's what I thought bleeding <laughs> through was going to be. But everybody's having a good time mm-hmm. on stage. And I was like, holy fuck. These guys are actually fun. And I like that. What's wrong? Yeah, you're acting like it's a bad thing that they're having fun on stage. But that's what this band is. This band is a joke. This genre is a joke. And this band is is not very good at what they do. They're just not. There's there's bands that that fuck. Uh, even Eighteen Visions I, is better. I, I, I don't I, even I listen to Eighteen Visions that much. You've never listened to Eighteen. I, of Visions. course, I listen to Eighteen Visions. Don't be silly, boy. Talk You've over here. Never. Li- okay. Maybe like their their pop shit after okay. uh, after right. Brandon well, left just, the band. You, you you tell me what I've listened to, and then uh, we'll just go from there. I guess. <laughs> Um, give me a list. You can't even say give, what you listen to. Give me a list of things I can read from. Um, but like bleeding through is just uh, this is this is th- th- there's a reason why the Nile in Arizona, right? Like this tiny ass venue wasn't even like half sold out is because bleeding through is that type of band. That's just what they are, Damn, and it's dude. fine. It's not a big deal. There was fun. Had a good time. You're acting like it's a big deal, but this like because you you put this band on a pedestal like they're 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 not better than Azalea Nine. That's fucking stupid. That's fucking I stupid. I disagree with you on that. Every just even if you just go head to head for e- with each member, the only person in bleeding through that even you could even like make a case for is the drummer. That's the only person in the band that you could make True. a case for that is better or at least matches their counterpart in the other band. As a whole, bleeding through does not have one fucking melody to attach to, and like the whole purpose of like making music, unless you're just trying to be obnoxious, which is fine, is to like put some fucking melodies in there. What can I, give me something to grab a hold of? Like my God, there are melodies on this. There's record, no though. melodies, Jesus fucking there Christ. There are melodies. It's this. There is, are. There really are. Bleeding through. The way you speak of bleeding through, they're worse mm-hmm. than that. The way I speak of bleeding through, they're better. <laughs> like you think bleeding through is like so great. They're 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 trash. They're fucking. So we have not. to meet in the middle. We have to meet in the middle somewhere. But like, dude, like bleeding through is just metalcore. It's just not even that great in metalcore. Which is not, dude. I I totally disagree with you. I I agree that that sometimes the guitars can get kind of they're blurry always mixed, blurry. Mixed they're up. always shit. All they they lean on the do 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 do. But like fucking Metallica did that shit better. Not even fucking metalcore. Everybody did it better. Every time I die, still doing it better. Like good lord. I will say in holy in, shit in, in in a good amount of Azalea Dying songs, the guitar playing is better. I will agree with you there. I I I do 100% feel that Derek is a better drummer than I forgot the guy's name from Azalea Dying, the drummer from that. It, uh, I also think Brandon is a better vocalist than Tim is from Azalea Dying. No, I think he has a little bit more range. He also get, does the aggression thing way fucking better than Tim does. He can squeal like, like a pig better than Tim can for sure. <laughs> but that's a, that's a big part. He of is the way scene. more dynamic than Tim does. Tim Brandon Tim's a better Tim's, more just, Tim's a straight up better singer. Straight up better singer. No, I, I disagree no. with you on that. No. Tim can hold it. Totally, and better. also, and also, when when Azalea Dying does like the the actual like singing melodic vocals where the guitarist sings or whatever, 
or the bass, whoever it is that fucking sings in that band every once in a while. Dude, that shit is just straight up lame ass metalcore. You like I you just, legit have your metalcore fucking bleeding through goggles on and no, I don't. You one hundred percent, dude. This band is so fucking formulaic and generic, which is fine. They're not because though. this genre is so niche. The genre is so specific. The genre is so of its time that the reason Bleeding Through mm. even exists is because every other band that I mentioned in my Six Degrees of Tom DeLong just didn't make it. All Cold War and all these other fucking bands that were of the yeah. OC hardcore scene. Those bands just didn't make it. There's nothing that sets Bleeding Through apart. Nothing. I agree. It's it's a very niche thing. I, I totally agree. That's what the genre is. But I still think Bleeding Through is one of the top bands in the in the genre. That's fucking stupid. They're not better than Dillinger. They're not better than, <coughs> than even BT Band before last I just mentioned. They're not better than the Trey You. They're not better than the Ancient Visions. They're not better than Asley Dylan- Dying. Okay, wrong. They're not better wrong. than fucking Norma Jean. And I don't even like Norma Jean. No, Norma no, they're way better they're than Norma Jean. They're not better than but fucking Norma Jean. Also, bringing up Dillinger and BT Bam, those guys are way more prog than they are metalcore. Oh, oh, hold on there, dude. BT Bam only became that progressive metal stuff after Alaska when they essentially cemented their that was, Which was like their, their third record. Yeah, but their first two which records fine, are just whatever. straight metalcore. Those are better than this. They aren't. No, they aren't. They aren't. They're they're really great albums. Don't get me you're wrong. You're fucking silly boy but, talk. You you are eating. You're you're ODing on super pills right now. <laughs> you are ODing on stupid also clothes. also for anybody listening i was out in arizona my friend friend of the pod mike and i were out in arizona and we saw bleeding through um at the nile out there and it was a ton of fun we i had a fucking blast you had a fucking blast it was fun every all four of us all five well four of the five of us had a blast the other one got <laughs> hit still, in the head and he's was still mad he stood in the back and he's still fucking mad about it like what do you expect dude i don't i don't know what he, I, I don't even that you know but but fucking renee like slow, renee listens dude. to a lot of metalcore that's she listens to two things all she listens to two things it's metalcore and then like gangster rap that's like all she fucking listens to so therefore, I listen to a lot of metalcore. I do listen to a lot of metalcore, and I was fucking surprised. Renee knew a lot of those songs that that they were. I don't know how you would know any of these lyrics because you just sound like blah 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 blah, blah the whole fucking time. But that's fine. But like Renee listens to a lot you, of metalcore. You sound like some like old fucking person, you know that that just you. What? What do you? What do you, when mad you for? Don't when you don't like a genre of music when when you don't when you don't like a genre of music you just you double down you quadruple down. But I do. I I and like you just rip into it. So that's weird. It's weird. It's weird because I, I did buy an ocean an ocean between us by Isley Dying, but then I listened to mm. it last night and I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. But I don't know if I liked it because I'm just so fucking tired of bleeding through, or if I actually <laughs> liked it. But I do like a Trey you. I do, I do like a tray. You, you do. Every yeah, time I die, like that's dude. Trade. That's dude. Every time Great I band. die, is doing metalcore still to their last album and doing it better. Yeah, but than they, this. No, the, but theirs was more like little, a, little punk like rock in there. The, the, yeah, yeah, a little punk okay. rock, a little more. But there's still then. there's still metalcore in there. There is there. Is. And like Dillinger, like friend of the pod Brian Moore turned me on to Dillinger in like fucking 2004 or some shit, 2005, like one of those parties, and obviously better there, better than bleeding through. It's a little different, but better than bleeding through. Yeah, it's hard to compare them, but I, I think also this is a case to a case a case a case of um, <laughs> a case of you um, just an overload of, of bleeding through. I mean, this is a lot to listen to. I mean, you ended up listening to all this stuff in, in a week, which I get it. If you're not into this into this band or this kind of music, that could be a lot. It's a lot to take in at once. It's it's and that's how I felt when we did MXPX. I mean, I feel like now if I went back to MXPX and listened to a couple of their albums just by themselves, I would enjoy it a lot more. But it's just, it can be an overload. I get it, man. But you totally can't. Get it. You you can't like not not at least seed in some capacity that that at least this band give give somebody that only listens to reggae or or 
jazz or something. Say, hey, come come to this Bleeding Through concert. Like we we desperately try to grab a hold of something. Like what can I grab a hold of in this concert that I that I like and I can take away besides just the the outwardly aggressive tone of, of everybody there. And and the drumming is like the only thing. There's there's like no fucking melody to any of these songs. There's just not. There's no like <laughs> sing along anthems here. And that's fine because the genre kind of lends itself to just being overly aggressive and obnoxious. It's just a, it's an outlet. It's an outlet. And that's fine. Don't I don't care. It's, but cares. but then also, you know, let, let's talk about it this way. Is it better to have like a really boring melodic part, i.e. MXPX or just like just outwardly aggressive punch you in the face music which can be a lot of fun depends what you're looking for like which one's better it really, bad it, melodies or or solid really good aggressive music it, it depends what you're looking for but I, I i always bring back to like the reason not you know yeah the reason why like music was was the reason is you was discovered was because like humans wanted melody we wanted something that we could sing along to that we could Whoa. pass down that is the fucking reason that music exists this is an offshoot of that reason, and it's fine, and it's cute. But then you, like, even, like, dude, like, Asley Dying, I keep bringing it back here, but even, like, Asley Dying, I just, I, also, I will be, to be fair, I've, I've listened to Asley Dying so fucking much, because it's, like, Renee's one of her favorite bands. But I, yeah. there there are melodies. But now I'm even questioning whether or not they're melodies, or if I just listen to them so goddamn much, I know them. I think you just listened to it so much. <laughs> Had she listened to Bleeding Through all the time and this was her favorite band, I think you'd have a different viewpoint on it. Um, had you been listening to it, like I've been listening to it for as long as I have, you would have a different viewpoint on it. I think you, you're just, you want to try so hard to not like this. No, I'm trying hard to like that it. You're going, no, you're going out of your way to it's not like it. It's super this. easy to hate this because like they, <laughs> they serve it up for you there. Like it's super easy to hate this. I'm trying to like this. I'm trying to... To 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 get excited for this, just as I did when I was, you know, fifteen, sixteen years old. Okay, all right. Well, let, let's let's get a little more posy on the pod, uh, PP, and um, yeah. So I mean, when we saw them, it was fucking a ton of fun. So let, let's get like in a better headspace here. We had a ton of fun at the show. They played great. They sounded great. Um. Brandon, Brandon got into the pit, you know, was singing with people Dude, and, and that's big like, smile on his face. That's that like that here like fucking that blew my mind. Here we go. What do you mean here we go? They, even Renee was Oh, they were gonna say something negative. No, even Renee was like, dude, he fucking went to the pit. Well, I was like, well, first of all, that there was like nobody there, so the pit was yeah, like non existent. Okay, yeah. But like, dude, there's no fucking way any band worth their salt who's in the headspace of 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 uh I'm better than everybody because I'm in a fucking band. There's no way they would have jumped off stage. And Brandon Chapati is, is, is like, I love him as a person, as a front man, as an entity. I think he was just absolutely amazing. He, he just, again, I just could not fuck him. He smiled the entire goddamn time. That band before Did him. Did you see all the somersaults? Yeah. And, you know, I I've, I realized. What the hell? He, he The more somersaults he does, the happier he seems to be. He's just having I've a seen good fucking through. time. I've seen them so many fucking times. And that's I think that's probably the most I've ever seen him somersault on stage. That's like his thing, but it's just like, yeah, dude, I don't know. It was just, it was so cool. It was super fucking rad. He's wearing those those red checkered vans, which no socks or <laughs> really no show socks. But it's like, wow, that's, mm. I mean, they, wearing shoes with shorts and then a jacket is very hardcore. 
but like not you don't wear checkered vans you were you were like nikes or you were like pumas or you were athletic shoes because you're about to go in the pit and do your stupid fucking windmills and other little bullshit kids do in there <laughs> <laughs> oh man i hope those kids have health insurance <laughs> but no Brandon Shapati was I, I, I'm still blown away by how amazing he was um, I'm blown away by Brandon yeah. Shapati I was I was excited to watch the drummer everybody else I forgot was even there I will say too everybody sounded really tight I mean it just there were no fuck ups it was just an extremely tight performance and the two guitar players are like are they brand new guitar brand new guitarists to the band they've only been playing with them for maybe a year um, but everybody else in the band is on this record that we're doing today outside of the guitar players. But, um, but no, otherwise, I mean, the, the show was fucking, it was so cool. How, Such a great, great performance. I, I, we didn't even like go over, because I have my thoughts on the venue itself, but how do you like the venue? Not, not counting the I don't like basement. the venue. You do? I don't. Yeah, I, 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 don't. I can't, I hate that fucking, I think the sound sounds like I shit. I think it's set yeah, up fucking it's weird. Too big. It's, it's way too big. Like, like. Bleeding through should have played a smaller show, like a smaller venue. I mean, I feel like it would there would have been more energy in the room had it been a smaller venue. It was still great, don't get me wrong, but I mean, had they done you know glass house because glass house is a bit smaller than that, or at least it's set up differently to where it's not like it's it feels like you're standing like in a giant hallway like in Vegas or some shit. Yeah, like that. it's stupid. Like it doesn't it it's like not a natural sounding looking venue it's weird I, I didn't like it it's, it's literally like a like a fucking warehouse that they just trans they put a stage in there like nothing about yeah, it put is, up some is bricks con- on the sides conducive to to sound quality i i I, yeah. I don't like that venue at all the basement though i did like the basement was cool that was super that would have been a fucking I, cool place to see bleeding through <laughs> that would have been i mean it, it's like a quarter of the size Good lord but god dude if they had if they had packed that basement oh my yeah. god dude that would have been fucking unreal man yeah that would have been fucking unreal seeing honestly seeing any band down there would have been fucking super yeah rad. it's such a it would be such a cool throwback to when we were you know in the early 2000s and going to a lot of shows because everything was so small and packed and the fucking energy man it would have been so rad yeah 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 but good good, good anyway. game. glad you didn't like the venue because i i don't like that venue yeah it was lame it was a lame venue um i actually i might go see bleeding through that chain reaction i'm playing on april 1st so I might go to that one and then go to the JFA show right after. Oh my God. What a, what a day. Cause, cause the doll hut is literally two blocks from chain reaction. And I assume JFA is going to headline and they'll probably, and the doll hut stays open later than chain reaction does. That's, I think yeah, bleeding through will probably play at like nine o'clock. I imagine JFA will probably play around 11. So that gives me plenty of time between oh. the two bands, and I think I might do that. Bleeding through played like ten o'clock when they played over here. So, yeah, well, California is different though. The the rules here are way more strict with curfews and shit. Okay, especially an all ages venue like Chain. Yeah, but anyway, let's get back to this. Um, yeah, this is Love. This is Murderous. Third record. Uh, do you have any stinkers on this one? On the record? Yes. No. How many bangers do you have? Four. Okay, that's fine. No, I have five. Uh, I have five. I have five bangers. Okay, so let, let, so I think we should because I mean I have no stinkers obviously, um, and I have twelve bangers. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go I through your let's go through your uh, your top five. Let's go with your 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 biggest banger. Okay. Do you want to since we played Love Lost? Do you want to go into that one? Oh yeah, that is not a banger. Yeah, let, let's go into that for me. It's not a banger. It's not. 
How? Uh, so like I've I have a lot That's of insane. I, I, it's it's too fucking long, dude. It's five minutes, and it just don't oh need God. to be. You don't need to have five minutes of this shit. It's just like when are you gonna stop? Like when are you gonna be done? You done? Like no, nope. I mean, oh, you're not done. Okay, keep going. All right, my God. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if they took out like the ending part when it's like the slower part with the clean guitars and and, and all that kind of stuff. It'd be fine if they had left that part out. But otherwise, man, dude, that intro with the Boondock Saints thing—it's so of its time, like we were talking about—and those those snare hits in. Oh, I don't get about it, man. So like, I, I didn't, I didn't even like research it until now, but or think about it until now. But like, was Bleeding Through the first band to do this in a, a larger scale of using the the quote before before the song? No, no, because I mean, I mean, Eighteen Visions and Throwdown were doing it prior, and he was in. I mean. Brandon was in both of those bands prior to Bleeding Through. I feel like Bleeding Through and had he wrote, so like, he wrote the music for them. Too. Eighteen Visions for sure had more success in Bleeding Through, but did Throwdown have more success in Bleeding Through? No, no, no. Yeah, because no. they had straight edge like bullshit. That who gives a fuck about Throwdown? Yeah, the Throwdown record Beyond Repair, which is a great, great hardcore record. Brandon was on that one, and he wrote the music on that one. But that was the, that was their biggest record. That was the one with uh, the song "Get Sick." Remember that that song that people used to cover all the time? Of course, I remember "Get Sick." Get yeah, how could I fucking forget "Get mother Sick"? Motherfucker, <laughs> it's so dope. <laughs> uh, I have that record on vinyl too. So good. Um, Wasn't it cheap? But uh, what? Didn't you buy that record cheap somewhere? Yeah, I got it from Program. I think for like fifteen bucks, yeah. twelve dollars or something. Nice orange variant. Super cool. No, but the, 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 Love Lost is a cool song. I do like a lot about it. I think his scream is super solid. It's just like an onslaught of noise. I like the little riffage the guitars are doing. It's cool. That like simple metal type riffage stuff. They never deviate from that plan, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I could do without the constant synth. That's annoying, but it's not too bad here. And uh, a little mm-hmm. breakdown's cool. Synth still bothers me in the breakdown, um, but it's just too fucking long. Can't play it because it's just it's just too long. I will say though, I, I I didn't really notice it until this last couple of weeks when I've really been diving deep into the record again. But this record has a lot of the uh, the pig squeals on the guitar, the the pinch harmonics. But they're not ton they're of not they're not good though. They're they're like well, they're not like Zach Wild, which is fine. I don't want to hear Zach Wild do a bunch of the pig squeals over and, you wanna, over and over again. You want to hear something between you doing it by accident. When you're trying to play just a normal song, and then Zach Wild, you want something in between there. But bleeding through is kind That's of what this is. bleeding through is in between the middle spot and then doing it by accident. No, you're wrong. They're, just, they're not that you're good wrong. at it. They're not that. Besides the drum, they're not that really good at anything. <laughs> they're not great at anything. Oh my god! Jack of all trades, the, master of none. So Derek's footwork in this song is fucking solid. I love how he just doesn't do the constant, you know, double bass. Da, 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 just like, that's it was terrible what I just did, but no, it's good. Just the, good he again. doesn't do the constant double bass. He he just he just breaks it up to just ah, oh, dude. He that's just, what makes he's him a, a great fucking drummer. That's dude. what makes him a great drummer on this in this band on this album. It's not because of his like technique, because I don't know how great he is outside of doing the three tricks that all metalcore drummers do. But what makes him better than than like Ashley dying when I listened to it the other day and I was like, wow, man, like the variety, the fact that he can go into mm-hmm. blast beats and while everyone is still like doing the blast beat like riffage, he is now transitioning the band into something else. Whereas in like yeah. Ashley dying, the band as a whole stops that breakdown and then goes to something else. 
but what, what's his name? Derek. Derek is the one Derek, yeah. that's leading the band at this point. So I don't know if he's like a great drummer, but I know he's, he's a, a great, great drummer. Dude. I know he's a great songwriter in the metalcore realm. I, I think. I mean, he's 100 percent both because not only is his footwork just uh, super solid. I mean, if you listen to what he plays, especially on "Revenge I Seek," that which I mean, I we'll get into that later. But the way he plays on "Revenge I Seek" is just uh, his. His songwriting and his kind of, I don't even want to call it soloing because it's not soloing, but his technicality and his swing is is top fucking notch, man. He has the swing. It's not this like, just this this technical, just play everything perfectly. There's a ton of swing to it. It's not that it's going to sound like it's going to fall apart, but dude, he just, there's something about his playing that I think is just really sets him apart from a lot of drummers, especially in this, in this genre. Completely underrated. Totally, I don't think I don't think anybody in the in the uh, metalcore genre should be underrated. <laughs> he is under no, Derek. I really, honestly, I mean, I I, I have I, to I have to hear him do other things besides I, just doing metalcore stuff. Like I, I, but this is the only stuff he does, or he's done. I should say, the guy lives like a normal life. Like music really isn't his thing, his life. You know, at least from what I see, because I, I follow him on Instagram and shit, but. Yeah, it's like this is, this is just like a hobby. It seems you know at this point, because I'm not a full time man. He did look like Will Sasso though. A little bit, yeah. Skinnier yeah, Will Sasso. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I mean, Love Lost. Uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else on this one? No, that's uh, that's that's all. Okay. So uh, so then, what's your what's your one B? Uh, number seven with a bullet. Load of God complex. Ah. Cocking and bullet. Oh God, that's my number. That's my 4B. 4B. So let's get into that. What do you got, dude? This one drops in so nice. It reminds me of just a real quick like, like walk, right? By Pantera. Mm-hmm. Like that. It just it gives <laughs> it kind of gives yeah. off that vibe, which is cool because like these again these kids are just hardcore punkers trying to play metal, doing the metalcore thing. So I, I like that. There's a lot of a uh, lot of influence there. Um, but this one's a little more melodic of a song than just like aggressive metalcore, hardcore shit. Drumming is mm-hmm. all over the place on this one. There's a good amount of variety, and this is like what really drew me to yeah. this song was he is now, he's doing everything. And I love the sound of his cymbals. He's hitting the full like open hi-hat, but he's getting just a little of that touch where the hi-hat's getting that, that sound, but it's super subtle. See a little there? Yeah. So you get a little bit of that 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 hi hat <laughs> there, but it's otherwise it's full open. And hi hats full open are fucking loud, fucking loud, yeah. fucking oh, annoying. Yeah. I don't like full open hi hats. <laughs> there's a reason there's two of them. Close them up. But I liked it here. <laughs> Loved it here. I don't know. And this one's like a long song too, but it goes places. It is. The breakdown is more melodic and like in, in rhythm based than normal. And I I, mm-hmm. I like that the song starts. I don't know. Starts anew with just that growl scream. And I, so I, I agree with you on the uh, that opening riff. It just sounds so menacing. It's simple. It's a very simple riff, but it sounds fucking menacing. And then everybody comes in. Um, Derek's beat man, perfectly technical, super solid. He never goes over the top. His blast beats during the chorus, perfectly placed. N- not too much, not too little. The perfect amount of of blast beats because I'm not a huge fan of the blast beats for any band. But this just comes down to his songwriting. 
like you were saying earlier, he's he's great at transitioning parts in a song to the next without the need of the other members. He's just he's just a solid fucking songwriter. It's it's fucking amazing. I love the little breakdowns that go back into the verses. They're maybe like twenty seconds long. They're but they're there. There's some great chugging with some swing at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Some solid footwork from from Derek as well with the double bass parts. Super quick stuff. I I fucking love it. And Marta accents the instruments perfectly in the verses as well. Like there's just enough synth to lay to lay on top of the guitars <laughs> to really give it just that that great fullness. I, I, I love that part. Do you and then the bridge. Do you have a lot the of notes on, on Mart on what do you call it? Mart Marta? Marta. Marta Marta. I don't know. Marta? What do you like fucking Superman over here? What, what, what did you say? Martha? <laughs> Save Martha? What are you talking From about? Batman vs Superman. You ever saw Batman vs Superman? I did, but it was a terrible movie. That was the big part where like they were gonna kill each other and one of them oh. said Save Martha and he was like, What did you say? What name did you say? That's right. Do you That's do you have right. a lot of notes on, on Marta? Not really. Okay, so let not, me not just let me just say that if you're gonna add like synth to music, like all she adds is just like like spook, spook appeal. All, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> all she's just fucking doing is just creating like ominous tones that just you don't even fucking need to be there. If you're not gonna accent like like the melodies, which there's very few, if any, there. But if you're not gonna accent the melodies, if you're not gonna add anything to the song, just shut the fuck up, dude. Get out of here. I, I, she, I, I just think she's fucking worthless to this band. Oh man, that's so critical. Absolutely fucking worthless. I don't even Jesus. care. I, you know, I don't like synth. I don't like synth in most capacities. Don't like it. I, I just but think you love it's, it. And yes, I think it's like yes. dude, Rick Wakeman. Are you kidding me? He's like the greatest <laughs> synth player of all time. Good lord. But god damn, dude, it's so overdone. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes, sometimes. But yeah, I just oh I, I don't understand the need for her there. It was just like maybe she was there to begin with and has she been in the band since the beginning? No, this is the first record she was on. She okay. it was another I forgot the girl's name who was before her. Oh my but god, yeah, she, another synth player before her. Yeah. Yeah, she was on the other girl was on the first two records. I, I honestly think like I just I just don't like synth. I, I, I think you're creating you're creating noise where like things could have been just better if it was just the band themselves playing like why why do you need to create noise when there's already so much noise now you're just creating like you're filling the little tiny gaps and i don't like that i don't want to do okay yeah, i don't like it that's fine i i get it i mean i do understand there are, are some parts where it's a little too much but I, I felt like in this song it was it's good it's really good on this one so i i did want to talk about that that bridge though the bridge man the main bridge at the, it's kind of toward the end it's so fucking heavy when he screams when he, when he screams i hope you see my face on your deathbed it's so good and so dumb at the same time i like that oh my I, God. I like it's so it's good great. but it's so dumb i like that <laughs> it is i hope you see my face on your deathbed i hope you see my face in hell oh it's so good it's so good okay so yeah. um let, let's play a little bit of number 7 for number 7 with a bullet and, uh, and then we'll talk about the lyrics. We haven't touched upon any of the lyrics yet. Man, so. Those will be fun. <laughs> God, they're deep. Fucking they're so the whole deep. Fucking time. They're so deep. Here it is, number seven with a bullet from Bleeding Through. All right. So, what do you got lyrically on this one? I I, I thought none of these lyrics were were deep. I thought none of these lyrics were anything more than just uh, kind of like relationshipy, um, and just uh, just a little, I don't know, 
superficial, but I think it's about just uh, being yourself in the midst of someone who's thinking they're better than you or, or disappointed in what you've become or something. Hmm. Okay. I got something a little bit different, but I, I think I was go- looking at this from the viewpoint of him leaving uh, 18 Visions because it, it was done. There were a lot of bridges burned when he left that band. And to this day, he still will say, I hate the singer. I think his name is Keith or something like that. I hate the singer and I hate the guitar player. I'll never talk to them again. Fuck them. And they do the same. Like they're both, they both do the, they both constantly talk shit about each other. And, um, so yeah, I think this song in particular is about the, the betrayal of those guys in 18 visions and, um, and just like his feelings on that and how he just wishes death upon them. But do you so, think he's a good songwriter though? Like, do you think he writes good lyrics? I mean, his lyrics are okay. I mean, uh, I wouldn't say they're they're not bad by any means. I mean, I, we've talked about a lot of bands whose lyrics are fucking awful. But if we're, I mean, God, I don't want to do this because we've done it so much already, but comparing them to other metalcore bands, um, Atreyu, Alex's vocals, especially on, on Butt Kisses, Suicide Notes and Butt Kisses. Dude, his, remember, I, I don't know if you remember, but I really liked his lyrics. Yeah, they were solid lyrics. They were surprisingly really, good really fucking good. lyrics. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Brandon is as good, but he's not bad by any means. He's not bad, but for sure he's not good. These lyrics are essentially... I think I think, I think, I think every single song on this album, lyrics are throwaway. I don't think they're throwaway because I, I just... Basing it on, on the history of the band, like I said, I think a lot of it... I think half of the lyrics are about his the betrayal of, of, of 18 Visions and then, like, you know suicide a little bit here and there and then um shit like that but the depression. way he writes about those topics is is elementary and some at best in some instances i feel like um this when, when skip listens to this episode it's going to be like when he listened to the mxpx episode and just just does not get this band at all like i can i just imagine him reaching out to us and just saying yeah this band i just i i don't get it i, don't like it <laughs> I hope i like, hope i like hope he did everything about this band except for what i just said <laughs> so <laughs> wait so what did he wait he said about mxpx he's like if that was the bet like uh, about the songs we played on the podcast he said something like if that's the best that they can do i don't want to hear the rest of it <laughs> like something really <laughs> dick and condescending but honestly mxpx is, is is very similar to like this like it's just it's it's a genre it's a it's a time and a place it's something that you're up listening to there's heavy nostalgia attached to it but it's not great and definitely not the best at, at that genre it could be better i think the only reason why you you you're talking so much shit about this band is because you don't like this kind of genre of music i don't I think that's all it is. I, I think because I mean they are just like they're the MXPX of I don't want to no they're not the MXPX of the genre, but that's how you that's how you're viewing them, and that's not fair. But I I don't think that's fair at all. I can still enjoy things from a genre of music like this band, like Asley Dying, like other bands that I mentioned <laughs> earlier. I can still take a I can still take things from them. And when we saw them live, I was blown away by how fun Brandy Shapati was. I was still blown away by how great the drumming was all over this this band's discography. But that's it. That's literally, literally, that's it. Literally. Honestly, that is it. <laughs> all right, so let's move on. What, what's your uh, what's your 2B? Uh, this is Love. 
This is murderous. Really, yep. the title track. Title track, baby. I I don't under I don't get it. Dude, I don't song, get you at all. The song is dope. This is my twelve B. The song is dope, but it really gets its feet like the one minute mark when everything starts to get a little more fun, a little less repetitive, just chuggy. Like it's, just, uh-huh. it's, it's it it finally finds itself and say, like, okay, cool. Let's forget what just happened for the first minute and four seconds or whatever it is, and let's yeah. really get into this. And this one's a solo. Nothing too crazy. Yep. Rips it up for like almost like uh, for like a second. But it's 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 kind of nice. It's, it's it's kind of a nice departure from not hearing like any kind of solos whatsoever. Not that I want a solo because I fucking can't stand solos. But like these guys can't. That's, these guys okay. can't oh solo. These guys can't solo. They're not. They're not soloists. They're not bad solo. I mean, because they don't do it very often. There's like three. Because they're not solo, good at it. I don't. I don't solo like but like fine. when I it's, fucking jam and shit. Because I'm not that great at it. I don't fucking do it. I don't bowl because I'm not good at it. These guys are are soloing and they're not good at it. <laughs> But the little bit that they do, it's not. It's it's nice. It's just it's like cute. you said, it's nice. It's cute. Oh my it's god! Cute. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's cute. This is my twelve B, and I'm I'm and I'm having to defend it from here. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. No, it's, it's, it's cute. <laughs> I will agree though. The that first minute, minute and four seconds. Um, Throw it away. It, it it does start. Yeah. It, unnecessary really it's just a place for Derek to just kind of rip it up a little bit on the drums um keeping it heavy with the heavy riffs and everything but it's just like a Derek let's just see what Derek wants to do right and then let's just play guitar over it that's kind of what it is and I'm fine with it because I I fucking love his drumming so I'm, I'm totally okay with it but then you know once that minute is up then it gets a little bit faster um the chugging begins and I hear a lot of um really down tuned Metallica kind of riffs on this, especially on this song of the, a lot of the down, like a lot more downstrokes and it's just, it's more Metallica than, than really anything on the rest of the record. Um, and then of course, then they drop back down into the whole metal core kind of thing with the breakdowns and the squeals and all that good shit. But then also, like you said, the fucking solo, man, I like, I like that little solo, nothing fancy. It drops right back into that faster riff really well. Like it's it's a really good transition, but a lot of that has to do with Derek as well. So it's it's yeah, it's cute. It's fine. It's fine. I but that breakdown that also that also breakdown that breakdown toward the end is fucking solid and it's super heavy. Yeah, love it. I mean, love all of shit. the breakdowns are heavy. The entire album is fucking heavy, but it's a good breakdown. It's a good breakdown. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I can't believe this is your number two. There's so many fucking better songs than this one. Well, I don't know about that, dude. Oh shit! Should we play a little bit of this, or just talk about the lyrics? I, I'm I'm actually more interested now with the lyrics because I'm curious to see how I wrote these, and then I wonder how they translate to him hating eighteen visions. Because I think this song is about like backstabber <laughs> friends and even maybe even like a significant other because of how personal he sounded. Like a significant yeah. other turned friend, turned enemy. See, that that's kind of what I got on this one. Like, I feel like this one is ambiguous enough to be about one of the two things. It could be about being heartbroken after being cheated on, heartbroken after, you know, some sort of betrayal within the band and how it's just kind of ripping his soul apart because you know, music is his life, you know, literally he was in three fucking bands at the same time. This is his entire fucking life. 
And to to lose one of those or two of those, really, because he left Throwdown and 18 Visions at the same time to do this full time. And uh, so, yeah, it, it could be about both of those things. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's what I got on this one. <laughs> he left those bands to do this? <laughs> okay, so, so Jeff is talking a lot of shit. This? So then I, I, I recommend people don't go back and listen to 18 Visions or Throwdown because if you don't like this... You're probably not gonna like that. <laughs> this because Throwdown and 18 Visions are way more, way more of the OC hardcore style that that we've been talking about and raving about. I guess. Yeah, Bleeding Through like stands out. Like Bleeding Through is one of those bands that stands out from the OC scene because they weren't of that. It's it's like I, I lumped them in with like Death by Stereo, Atreyu, Avenged Sevenfold, all better because they weren't they were doing the big breakdowns, but they weren't that they weren't relying on those. They had other aspects about their music that was more exciting and, and just different, really. So I I, I agree uh, they're not relying on blast beats and breakdowns, but I disagree that they are doing other things that are exciting because from someone that does not like this genre, when I listen to a, a and I I really do like BT Bam and I love them for a very very long time, but I fucking hate when they do this kind of shit because it's just. <laughs> it's bottom of the barrel. It's cheesy. It's fucking dumb. Of course it is, it's, dude. It's, but uh, what do you we call also it? listen to like shitty ass pop punk too. Which I, I know, I get it, and I, I understand that. They think it's so fucking stupid. I love when people make make fun of me. I just bought a good Charlotte fucking album for God's sakes. I know. I and can't. I love. I love when people make fun of it because it's, yeah, it's strictly because of nostalgia. It's strictly because I like that genre of really really shitty music, and even like the best of pop punk, Blink One Eighty Two. People talk shit on. And I get it. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. But so is mm-hmm. this. But the way, even when we were doing Good Charlotte, oh no, we did talk almost all shit. Both of us talked all shit on the I, Good I, I, but It was just because they, like, you could tell they tried really, really, really hard. And it was like, but like, this is what you guys did? Like, you tried that hard? And like, this is, okay, that's fine. It's still it's still so shocking that you know we did that Good Charlotte record on the podcast a month ago, and then you go and buy that record. Oh, so good. This weekend. This is like this last weekend. This is like I on, can't believe. This it. is like on The Simpsons. Well, like like actually, Good Charlotte. Maybe I even mentioned this, but like Good Charlotte, um, The Simpsons. When Bart brings home like a report card and it's like all C pluses, and then Marge and Homer are like, "Oh wow, fuck yeah! Look what you that's fucking fantastic! Good job!" Because he's always getting F's and D's, but now he applied himself. And he's getting C pluses. There's nothing wrong with getting C pluses if that's like your if you tried your best and that's what you did. That's fine. Uh, that that's like uh, that's like Good Charlotte. They tried really really hard and just. Pull out a C plus. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, dude, you're so exhausting. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You just are. You don't. You don't agree with that. With that analogy, I do. I no, I do agree what with exhaust, that. I what just, is I'm, exhausting about that? I'm just. I'm just exhausted. Exhausted about <laughs> all the shit you've been talking about. This band about bleeding. It's through. the same fucking thing. This band is is no Ugh. different than Good Charlotte. This is the Good Charlotte of, of fucking metalcore. There's there's nothing oh extraordinary god. about this. It's because you haven't listened to enough of metalcore, like to really, and you've also listened to eight bleeding through records. I get it, man. You're burnt out. I did. I I, out. I listen to metalcore every single week, at least twice a week. Yeah, but not but not like the same band consecutively. I arguably That's listen to is. more metalcore than most metalcore fans, just by <laughs> osmosis. By proxy. But I, I will agree that most of it is the newer metalcore because she does like Asking Alexandria. She does like Motionless and White. Ugh. Fucking hate that shit. 
But uh, no, but she does like guys lay dying, and she does like Atreyu, and she does like BT Bam, and she does like Norma Jean. She likes a lot. I don't know. It's fine. Should we be? um, Should we right now after this episode? Should we go um, all into uh, metalcore season? No, God, we're this is it. This is it. (laughs) This is it. One and done. (laughs) I am good. Unless we do. Uh, Unless we do. Every time I die or BT Bam, otherwise I'm good. And a Treyu. No, I'm and good. Death by Stereo. No, I'm good. Death by Stereo. Come on, we got to do that. It's on our list. On our, on our to do list. But like Death by Stereo is a band that's like fucking fun. That is a band that is just pure fun. They have melodies in their music. It's not just metalcore. There are a lot of very very no. There's a lot strong punk on. rock elements to them. Yeah, there's a lot going on with Death by Stereo. Um. Anyway, anyway. Let, let's move on from this song. This is love. This is murderous. What's your uh, What's your three B then? <laughs> my three B sweet sweet vampiri oh vampiris vampiris vampiris. Just say vampiris vampiris vampiris. Dude, come on! Give me blast beats. Like if I'm gonna, this is my number eight. If this I am number eight, if I'm just gonna listen to dumb metalcore, just give me some blast beats. Give me some blast beats. Throw yeah. me back to when when when. A friend of the pod, Brian, auditioned for as Blood Runs Black, and it was I went with <laughs> That's them, right. and it was fun, and I just yeah, I don't care. Throw me back to uh, 2004. I forgot about that. That's another band too, dude. I don't as I, as Blood Runs Black, man. That was a that was a boring band. Yeah, they were so much different that than this was fucking a band. band. You're right. Oh, there's this band is so much different oh, from as Blood you're Runs so, Black. You're so exhausting. You are exhausting. Yeah. I'm exhausted already. You're exhausted because you you have no you have no hand. You have no hand. You know water. I have two hands. You, 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 nothing. I have two hands. What are you talking about? But uh, sweet sweet vampires vampiris. I really want to know how you pronounce it. I've never really thought about it until right now. Vampiris. I don't know. Vampiris. Yeah. This is the shortest song on the record. It's a little over a minute long. I think like a minute and twenty seconds long. And you're right. It's just a ton of blast beats. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But it's like not even really a song. Yeah. There, there's that one part where where Ryan, the bass player, gets a little bit of you know attention. There's like like two seconds of him just playing that that bass part to transition into another blast beat. Um, and uh, I mean, outside of the blast beats, Derek really just there are some parts where he has a really nice swing to his playing outside of the blast beats. And it just goes to show, man, he can he can transition between these two things perfectly, flawlessly. The reason why I like this so much is because he does these little drum rolls that lead into blast beats that are f- just yeah. so fucking tight. But it makes me think that like the band wanted to do blast beats, and he was like, dude, that is so fucking like Bush League. But I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. But I'm going to add shit to it. And that's Which he did. That's stuff that you don't hear with like Azalea dying. And also the the part where Brandon is just screaming, "Be warned, be warned, <laughs> be warned to kill you, be warned to kill us all." So it's so cheesy, but I love it. I love that part. <laughs> oh goddamn! Anyway, let's play let's play this song because it's so short and it's just so um, just so crazy. Okay. So here it is, uh, sweet Van Pierce, whatever, bleeding through. So good. <laughs> Uh, even though it's so low on my bees I'd I'd still so much fun to listen to (laughs) oi 
Uh, so what do you think about what do you think uh, lyrically on this one? Uh, oh, I, I I just wrote relationship song. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Feel like he's betrayed by his lover and he's fucking pissed. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Easy peasy on that one. Um, oh man, dude, we're uh, you're already almost done. I think I, I, I got two B's left. I can't believe your B's are my lower B's for the most part. It's, it's just unreal. What's your four B then? Uh, How stupid are you going to be? Revenge I Seek. Oh, finally. Finally. Well, I just like this, this song because fucking Boondock sings songs on it. It's fucking blah, 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 No, blah, no, no, no. That little, that little drum beat you like, that little snare thing, the little <laughs> roll. Dude, are you, are you joking? I mean, of course I love are you it. Joking? It's, it's, fuck, it's hilarious. It's funny. It's like an Why is it funny? It's fucking great. Because it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Oh my god. It's anthemic, but it doesn't go anywhere. But it's still fun on this album. It's easy oh. this is easy to get into. It's easy to get into. Dude, the okay, so so the the drum opening, it's fucking powerful as shit. The those snare drums, yeah. the guitars powerful. come in. Yeah. yeah. The, come on, dude. How how many drummers can come in with just those snare hits and like just Right when fucking Derek that, was that a real question? The, like, how many drummers can just come in with those little fucking five little notes? <laughs> okay, you, you all, didn't. All you didn't of let them. Me finish. All I'm, of them. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just excited right now. Uh, that's it's hard fine. for me to, to gather my words. It's hard for me to gather my words. This is my favorite bleeding. I, I, I heard you crack something open too. I did. I cracked open a, a curse light. <laughs> I'm excited. This is my favorite song from them, um, because when fuck man, when this song starts. Right when he hits the those that snare drum, that beat just every, the whole fucking venue just goes absolutely fucking insane. Like just he just those that thing right there just opens everything up, and it's just so fucking great. I fucking love it. The guitars come in, yeah. There's just like that that typical kind of ch- like chugging thing that they do. Whatever, it's fine. Everything else comes in, it, and then once everything comes in, that's when Derek is able to just kind of fuck around and do whatever he wants still keep it in time still keep it very a real solid beat but just fucking kind of go ape shit he's like he's like almost on this record at least he's almost like the travis barker of the metalcore genre because he's just he is all over the place that. but it's so perfectly placed and in this instance it's not annoying like it is on enema of the state um Dude, he, he just absolutely kills it. I mean, the the whole instrumental intro goes for over a minute where it goes from the super chuggy thing to it gets super fast and more intense and then it drops into like this kind of like ethereal kind of atmospheric thing and then it builds up into that first verse where he's just doing, just hitting the, those hi-hats, that, that double beat on the hi-hats and then just the the hits on the on the, on the the crash, the, the hit stop or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. And then it just blows into that first verse. Fucking Wow. Wow. Oh my god, dude. This song this song is so fucking unreal. I I cannot believe this is not your favorite song. It just blows my mind that this is not your favorite song. It's a good song. It's perfect. It's, good. it's my it's four B. Perfect. It's final four. It's elite four. Oh man. Oh man. And okay, so also the first two lines in the song, once once you know Derek hits those those hit he does those hits. And then Brandon comes in. The first two lines are "fuck your world" and "fuck your kind." Go fuck yourself. You're fucking barely alive. It's so, it's so dumb. But yeah. oh my god, dude, it's so much fun. That's those are the two perfect oh, words man. to describe. I will say them again later. But those are the two perfect <laughs> words to describe this album: dumb and fun. 
Dumb and fun, man. I love it. I fucking love this song. What else you got on on this on this one? No, that was that would that's that's pretty much like like all of it. That that encompasses all of it. It's I I I think this is a fun song because this is I don't think there's any meaning to this other than just an aggressive way to say the word fuck a lot. I think that's just mm-hmm. what this song is about. It's just a very aggressive aggressive song. Let's say fuck as many possible times as we can, and uh, <laughs> let's just have a good time. That's why it's a closer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Perfect closer. Uh, and dude, that once again, I mean, this song shows their their really great ability of change. I'm from to me at least the transitions between the chugging, the the fast stuff, to slowing it down and then going right back into it. Like this is this is almost like the thesis statement for the entire record. Even though it's the closer, this has a little bit of everything, and it's the most pissed off thing on the entire record. Um, there's also some great guitar squeals, some great squealing, big squeals on this one. I know you're a hater for whatever reason. You're just trying to be different. It's not great at it. Um, we're fine. Oh, it's cute. But okay, that's fine. It doesn't need to be. I don't want a Zach Wild pig squeal. I don't want a Zach Wild pig squealer, but I want better than this. Oh, like, yeah. give, give me something better than this. is their third fucking album. By this point, like, you should be a little better than this. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, and then that breakdown, man, that heavy ass fucking breakdown. Oh, what a great way to, to kind of wrap up the song. And then Brandon's Brandon's vocals just screaming, fuck you forever. I'll fucking hate you for the rest of my life. Oof. Oof. I mean, there's a there's there's a lot of there's a lot of like goofy ass fucking layered motherfucker. And that's fucking right. Fuck you forever. <laughs> OK, cool. That That's meaningful. But it's. It's it's a way to just say fuck a lot. I get it. It's fine. It is. It's cute. I, I love it. I fucking love it. And then on if you listen to this record on Spotify, after this song finishes, there's three yeah three live songs, and so it immediately goes into the, into a live version of Revenge I Seek from the Glass House. Yeah. And Derek is playing it, but he's playing it way faster than he does on the record, and the guitarist can't keep up with him, so he has to like you can hear him slow down to get back into time with the guitar players because they just can't keep up with him. And I fucking love it. I love that he just notices it, so he adjusts his playing to keep in time with them. Because nobody else in this it. band is good. So, lyrically... Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play. I want to play this song. I, yeah, I, I was going to wait for you to play because I'm going to go to the bathroom <laughs> real quick while you do the... Uh, are, oh, yeah. are you do the intro? Here we go. Oh, fuck you. You got to okay. do the intro. All right, all right, all right. The intro. Okay, here we go. Um, Revenge I Seek from Bleeding Through. Where's my flashing sword? Uh, this should be your number one. You got playlisted. It's a good song. Did it really? Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. What what kind of playlist? Like just a metalcore playlist? Or I, what? It's a hardcore, metalcore, even like rap rock playlist. It's all encompassing. Albacore? Albacore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Oh, so so what, another thing I wanted to bring up about Derek, because I mean, this is obviously a Derek... Uh, Young's but podcast. Um, what I also love about his drumming is that he doesn't rely on the China symbol, which is like a staple for metalcore music. And the drummers in, in this genre just, oh my God, dude, it's just, that's all you fucking hear. You hear the China and it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's exhausting. But he's so fucking good that he doesn't have to rely on it. He uses it, you, he uses that symbol more as, more as an accent and not something to lead a song. And I fucking love it, especially within this 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 genre. I really fucking love that. Yeah, and, so. and and I mean, again, I don't I don't 
perky to like this this genre of music, but I've seen so many fucking bands live that play this music. Coming out of a blast beat, it's not easy. It's it's not an easy thing no. to do to come out of a blast. Blast beats are dumb. They're funny, but they're dumb. They're it's a stupid fucking way to play drums. I agree. But I coming out of a blast beat, getting into a back into a groove, it's fucking hard. What do you what, like, yeah, man. Yeah. when you try and do it at home when you hear like bad bands do it? It's like oh that was that was janky that was not nice when when he does it <laughs> and we've seen a lot of bad bands do it they've all fucking done it except for like the big names obviously but then like yeah him like Derek comes out of blast beats like it's fucking butter like it's nothing but damn totally right that's, man that's impressive he's really goddamn good and I I will say so I wanted to bring this up too like about their shows but like bringing it back to their live performances so I've seen them. God, I've probably seen Bleeding Through maybe 20 times, at least 20 times over the years. And back when they used to play The Glass House all the time, like mid-2000s, and this is actually on their DVD, um, which I do have. Uh, it, their DVD is their entire live, one of their live performances from The Glass House. And the it was a sold-out show, and the crowd got so crazy. They started out with um, Love Lost in the Hell of Gunfire with the intro and everything like that. <laughs> And when when Derek's drums came in, the the crowd got so fucking crazy that they actually knocked over the soundboard in the back of the venue, and that's actually why it sits up a little bit higher now than actually on the floor because the 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 crowd had gotten so crazy they had knocked it knocked it off. So on the DVD, the first like two and a half minutes of the song is actually just the the recording from the record and not the actual live performance. So good because they had to get get it propped back up and then plug everything back in and fix it to get the actual mix from the live performance. So I thought that's a fun little anecdote about the band. Honestly, that so. that that anecdote like sums up this band entirely. They're the Orange it's County band sick, playing at a, at a venue that's exponentially better than Chain Reaction. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's sold out. But it's only sold out cuz it's in Southern California. But the people that like <laughs> like bleeding through, you gotta throw that negative thing in there, man. Because like, don't be, don't be silly. It's not gonna sell on Frisco or fucking Phoenix or Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. But like, the people that are going to the show are so fucking stoked, are so excited to see this band because they are fun. They are a fun fucking band, and I don't, I don't remember ever seeing them. I don't know if I have. Maybe we have together. I don't remember. We have. I, we saw them a couple times at Ozfest. I remember nothing from this band, but I was I was just like, God damn, you guys are like way more fun than I thought you were going to be. You're way more fun than the crowd led you on to be. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. 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 All right. Um, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of young kids in that crowd too. Like, what the fuck? I don't. That was weird. To I me. was surprised by that too. It, but also, you know, we were seeing them in Arizona. We weren't seeing them in, in SoCal like or, you know, in Orange County. Like, how do we... I, I guarantee you, when I go to the chain show, it's all going to be people our age. That's what I thought this one was I, I can be, almost yeah. guarantee it. But I think it's because of where they, where they played at. Yeah, Arizona's always but, late to get shit. Maybe, like, people just got bleeding through this past couple of years <laughs> out of here. I don't know. Maybe Metalcore just hit the Phoenix area, <laughs> like, five years ago. <laughs> Oh, that'd be embarrassing. Fuck this state. <laughs> okay, so I also wanted to talk about the uh, the album cover real quick, dude. Also, I I just said this like that anecdote sums up the band. The album cover sums up this fucking band. <laughs> it's bloody, it's gory, it's aggressive, but it's still yeah. It's kind of stupid. 
literally a heart with a knife through it. Like it's literally what it that's is. That's what this band is. It's fucking great. It's a it's gory and aggressive and fucking in yeah. your face, but it's still you know it's kind of stupid. <sighs> And they even put it like on an all white background to really, to really make you have to look at the the bloody heart and everything like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. It's silly. It's so fucking silly. I, I, I shouldn't say stupid. You're right. I shouldn't say stupid. I should say silly because man's not stupid. It's silly because stupid implies like I don't enjoy my time with it. But silly, mm-hmm. silly is something that I can I can I like silly. Yeah, I yeah. like silly. Silly's fun. Yeah, silly's fun. Silly is fun. It's not the craziest thing in the world, but it's fun. <laughs> good time. Oh shit! All right. Well, I mean, I okay. So we don't have to talk about any of the other songs because you you've just had a miserable time. I have one. I have one so more B. Fine. You want to hear my oh, last you do? B? I thought you had four. I have five I B's. You only yeah, had four. no, I had five B's. Oh, let's do it. Come on, man. I'm down. City of the Condemned is my five. Let's B. do it. That's my that's my number seven. Okay. It's beyond banger for me. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> What? <laughs> I fucking think, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I I have seven. I have seven beyond bangers, oh and then I have three three normal bangers, and then I have two filler bangers. So okay, all right. Let's, uh, City of the Condemned. No, let's this, do this. this one's cool. This another like shouty way to start a song. I like that cool guitar riff. This one features like a guest vocalist, which is kind of nice because yeah. you get you just get like a little break from like the same old same old. But it's not too much. They're not taking over the song. It's just it's a guest vocalist spot, and that's what the, a guest vocalist should do. They shouldn't take over the song. They should come in, do their thing, get the fuck out. And I like that. <laughs> but this one has like, you, you finally hear like what he's singing on this one. You, that's mm-hmm. that's what's happening here, dude. And then like the what? gang vocals. The gang vocals are my favorite part. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so silly. I love that. That was fun. <laughs> I was singing along. I really love that part too. So, so the other singer on this is a guy named Ryan Downey. Uh, I he played in these two other bands called Hardball and Time in Malta. I remember them, but I don't remember their music. Um, so the, that yeah, that's where he came from. But no, his his contribution to the song I think is it's perfect. It's the right amount in those choruses. Um, super good stuff. But I mean, overall, I mean, this is this is straight up great bleeding through the fast verses, Marta you know, has that, that, that synth part that just lays on top of that intro and the verses and everything like that. Um, the, the China crashes in the breakdown, fucking perfect, not overused by any means. I love his use of that. I just, I mean, I already talked about that a few minutes ago, so I'm not going to go back into it, but dude, another example, man, he's just, uh, Derek, Derek fucking kills it. And everything about this is very swingy. It's super fast, but very, very swingy as well. Everybody, everybody brings it. The riffs are, are swingier on this one as well. Dude, it's good. It's a great fucking song. Okay, 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 okay. I, I just, I don't, I don't know why you are just, I just don't know why you are the way that you are. I, it just. It's fine. What is it? Okay. It's just, I don't get just it, the way God made me. God must have spent a little uh, more time on me. So, should we play a little bit of City of the Condemned? Yeah. And Okay, fuck it. Let's do it. Here it is. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited. Okay, here we go. Um, from Bleeding Through City of the Condemned. The Bleeding Through. So, what, what do you have lyrically on this one? Uh, all, all on there, dude. Well, I don't know about that. This is uh th- about shit talkers, or people who think they're better <laughs> than others. And this is about eighteen visions. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, uh, I think so. 
Okay. So I think this is like a, a fuck you to his old band, being 18 Visions, and how he wants to see them fail. He wants to see them fade away. He's saying that this band bleeding through is superior, and they're going to take the old band down and just fucking destroy them. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, normally, you know what happens sometimes when we podcast and we do a record that I really love and that you don't really like. You kind of shit talk on for a while after I listened to, for a while after that. When I listened to it, I'm like, oh, maybe I don't like it as much. But that is not happening with this bleeding through album. Like anytime I play these, I get even more excited. Like, fuck, dude, these I songs don't. are so good. There's only one band that I want you to hate that you love, and that's <laughs> that's Deftones. I, 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 that's the only fucking band that you love that I honestly, truly want you to dislike. Because I like, it I like, take me- I like Corn. I, I do. I enjoy a lot of Corn. I like to make fun of them because it's easy and it's convenient. But fuck, man, that band, that band is just absolute <laughs> trash. But th- it did take me about a month to get back into Deftones after we did Adrenaline. <laughs> that, but, that's a start. That's a start. <laughs> but dude, I'm I'm uh dude, I'm full blown back into Deftones. And 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 I'm I'm fine with bleeding through. I I mean I get. Do you want to like keep going? Or I I feel like I'm well, going I, to the wrap up here. Do you have anything else? Yeah. So there's one thing else. I, there's one thing else. One other thing I wanted to talk about before we wrapped it up. Yeah. And that is the producer Ulrich Wild. This is the only time that they ever worked with him. Um, did you read his other credits? What he's done? Mm. I don't. Okay, so actually, so he's been doing shit since 1992. Uh, he he engineered a lot of stuff in the 90s. Like he did an Alice in Chains record. He did the Dirt record. He uh, he engineered Doggy Style from Snoop Dogg. What? Um, right? Yeah, he engineered um, Adrenaline from Deftones. Oh. He's done a lot of new metal stuff. Um, he did. Pan- he engineered Pantera's The Great Southern Trend Kill. Um, he he engineered Incubus's science, oh, and then kind of going into the uh, actual actual production, he produced PM Five K's Tonight the Stars Revolt. He also did um, Wisconsin Death Trip from what Static the X. Fuck? He did uh, let's see, he did Static Static X's Machine Record. He's done Breaking Benjamin, which I know we don't care about, but he, you know he that's a huge record too within the scene. Um. Yeah, dude, he's done a, actually a lot of shit, but, and I was surprised. But it's but more about it's like new metal. He, so, like when you engineer an album that that is like doggy style, that it, that is can instantly yeah. gain traction, that is that is that is genre defining, that is complete opposite of what like this album we're talking about now is. But even when you're engineering that album, you're still rubbing elbows with people that are better than you at the time, right? You so you still like like yeah. uh, through osmosis, you're still soaking things in you're still seeing like oh that's a little trick that he did there i like what he did there when i get to enjoy or when i get to produce my own album i'm gonna do that but also add this to it so you're learning things and so yeah that's 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 fucking great that's cool i like that's that cool, right Respect. he did it he, did, he says he engineered a fishbone record too which is a little different from the other stuff that he's worked Fishbone on, but... was dope it was just like good like yeah. funk like ska punk yeah, his 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 thing his disc- I mean this is all going off of Wikipedia. So I don't know if it's like he did the entirety of Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style record, but even the he could have just done even one song and that's I think that's cool right there. Yeah, but even just but, ro- rolling into the studio for one song, he's bound to rub elbows with with Dre at some point or anybody else in the studio and that's just Yeah. That's cool. I like that. He did. Uh, he also. It also says he engineered uh, Slipknot's "Wait and Bleed" song. 
Yeah. Just that song, though, it says. Which is cool. I mean, that's an iconic. He did Results May Vary from Limp Bizkit. That's your, that's your favorite yeah, album because it has your favorite song on it. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know about that, dude. He he did he did Results May Vary and this record, This is Love, This is Murder, it's the same year. Huh. Look at that. Two very different records, that's for sure. I just pulled it up here. Now I'm looking at it. God, look, I mean, so much stuff. Songs. Yeah, the 2010 stuff, I mean, I most of that shit I don't care about or I've heard, heard and just, yeah, fuck, who cares? Yeah. But his 90s and 2000s stuff is, there's some good shit in there, both of them. They're, they're, both decades. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variety. It's a lot of it's in the new metal realm. A lot of it's just in like the metal realm the umbrella of that. But there's some variety here. Wow. Okay. No, that's, I, I'm fucking surprised. I'm fucking surprised. Fucking surprised. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first thing he did. It looks like it was, was Allison Chain's Dirt. And fuck, that album sucks. But that's cool that <laughs> really that was like the first suck. thing that he did. <laughs> right? I mean, like, if that's the yeah, first thing that you do, like, that's that. that's cool that like that's the first thing you do. People seem to pretend to like that album, so that's cool. <laughs> they pretend to like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You have to pretend to like that one because it's That was fucking stupid. band's fucking stupid. This bay, hey, watch your fucking mouth. Owls and Chains. All right. Oh, I thought you meant. Ble- I thought you said bleeding. Through. No, Owls and Chains. Is fu- no, I, bleeding through is stupid, but they're silly, and I enjoy it. Owls and Chains is. I think they're bad. I just. I would rather listen to bleeding through the Owls and Chains fucking any of the week. Absolutely. Oh, me too. Hands down. Me too. With, without even a. It's not even a fucking afterthought. All right. Um. Let's uh. Let, let's wrap it up then. Wrap it up. So, what's your uh? What are your final thoughts on this record? And also your uh, your rating of the record based off of our world fa- world famous three point rating system, Patented. where three is a perfect album, two is a good album. You're going to continue to listen to one is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing we've ever heard. So what do you got? Go. I I don't I don't like this genre. I, I've been listening to this genre for way too fucking long. It's still it still carries today. It's funny because I don't like this genre, but I'm always around somebody that does. Either fucking you or Renee. And so it's like, I, I just can't, I can't fucking. What a nightmare. I what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Am I being punished? I can't get away from it. No matter what. Like legit, like twice a fucking week I have to hear this fucking music. But whatever, it's fine. It, it, it holds a spot in my heart because especially at our high school, like everybody wanted to be in a fucking band. Just like every high school. That's that's cool. But at our high school, it was like specific it was like the majority of people wanted to be in like a a metalcore band, a hardcore band, something like this. So, meh, whatever. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I think it's silly. I think the genre itself is silly. I think it lends itself to just being like overly aggressive. But if you don't take yourself too seriously, like Bleeding Through, which I never knew mm-hmm. until we saw him live, uh, then I think that you are already kind of better than everybody else. Because like obviously like Tim Lambesi's took himself too seriously because I mean, look look, yeah. look at the downfall of that right <laughs> but when we saw would you say you had more fun seeing As I Lay Dying at Soma or Bleeding Through dude As I Lay Dying at Soma I, I legit I don't even remember that second show like nobody moved but like <laughs> but like I, I, I feel the pits have gotten just they're out of hand like I don't know what this, they, they're not they're out no, of they're hand not. they're they, they at, at at the Isolate Dying Show at the Soma, there was still a pit. There was still like a circle pit. There was still moshing involved. Now it's almost standard that that if there is a hardcore band, you have to do 
You have to oh, shadow. You you have to shadow box. Dancing. You have to shadow box. You have to shadow kick. You have to do all these little stupid fucking things, which I don't care. If Crowd the, kill. I don't dole out dirt naps. I don't care if that's where the genre has gone, but uh, I, I I think these kids are too young to dictate where the genre is going, because they're not around like we were. Because realistically, we were around in this era, and and we mm-hmm. are a part of it. Um, I don't think the kids that are younger doing all of these these kicks and shadow boxing stuff. I don't think they they've earned the right to fucking dictate where this where the mosh pit goes at this point. I don't like that. Okay, okay, old man. I don't man. like that. I don't okay, like old that. man. I don't pay your dues. Pay your fucking dues. <laughs> uh, but this this band's fine. This band's not fucking setting any records here. They're not they're not reinventing the wheel in the metalcore genre. There's nothing extraordinary about this. Yeah, the drummer's great. I don't know if he's a great drummer or if he's just a great metalcore drummer. I still don't know, but I I, I think this band is is uh, this band's fine. It's fine. This album is is whatever the finest of the fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I, I will never buy this on the vinyls because I'm never going to go back to it. I just I'm just not going to do it. There's too much stuff in here that I just don't want to listen to. I would I would give this one point five. Like it's one point five. That's no way. Yeah. I'm 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 never gonna listen to this again. Just not gonna do it. That's unbelievable. These guys aren't doing anything that, that I don't wanna hear them do better or that I haven't heard anybody else do better. And it's just uh it's fun, it's fine, but I just don't care. It's fun, it's fine, I don't care. My uh my my final thoughts, um Clearly, there's a lot of nostalgia here. Uh, I like—I don't like a lot of metalcore. I like some of it. I'm very, very picky as to what I like. Um, there's maybe five, six bands I actually like from this scene. I think most of it is fucking dumb. And but I don't know, man. There's something about bleeding through to me that really stands out. They are not like other metalcore bands. They don't do the silly, silly over-the-top breakdowns like most do and much like Atreyu doesn't do like Death by Stereo doesn't do because those are good metalcore <sighs> bands yeah and, and the first especially the first Avenged Sevenfold record kind of the second one too but um, you know I saw I Avenged know, man, Sevenfold this... at the fucking Showcase Theater in like the early 2000s did I see them there? no I saw them there Did you? who'd you see them with? like who were they playing with or who took me? both <laughs> you see both or both with an F? I said both with an F. <laughs> remember, so like friend of the pod, Talina, Talino. Remember her? Uh, yeah. Her. her what, did you just call her Talino? Remember Talino because it was when we photocopied our our NAM passes. Oh yeah. Said, Your name's Talina. Like, well, it was supposed to be Talino, but they misspelled it. But her yes. her piece at the time uh, was taking all those events. I've seen events over like fifteen times. And he, I know you've seen them a lot, but I didn't know you ever saw them at, at Showcase. They took me to, uh, I, dude, I don't, I cannot recall specifically, but I swear they played with Atreyu at Showcase. And this uh, probably. Had, this was like early 2000s. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, all those, all the bands, all those bands played together. And much like right now, I like I had a good time. It was, it was funny. But I'm like, I didn't, I didn't really care for the music. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, I, I don't know. Bleeding through. I, I, I really do love this band. I think Derek Youngsma is an amazing drummer. Um, 
I'm sure you could put him in in a lot of other bands and he would sound just as good if not better uh i just i think this is what he likes and this is what he's done this is how this is how he made his career which is cool that's fine i yeah not a knock on him at all sure gotta pay the bills uh yeah gotta pay the bills, um, the bills though. i'm going to continue to listen to bleeding through i really love this band i'm not going to purge any of the records i have uh i did order this record on vinyl it is on pre-order from Stupid Ass Revolver on uh, <laughs> online. I had to buy a stupid fucking NFT for this stupid uh, for this fucking record. The only time it's ever been pressed. So after this, uh, my collection's complete with bleeding through. And uh, I don't know. I'm just going on. Uh, I oh, I've oh, what's the rating though? What's the rating? Oh, it's a, I, I mean, oh god, I don't know. Don't even come on. If you give this a perfect I, three out of three, that means like this is up there in the perfect like like stratosphere as like corn's mm-hmm. corn as like three dollar bill y'all as like uh mm-hmm. sciences or incubus of sciences like that's what you're gonna do incubus of sciences that's what you're gonna do <laughs> i'm just naming all your favorite other metally bands <sighs> i'll give it, i'm i'm gonna give this a 2.9 okay a 2.9 2.9 out of three okay because when I mean when you put it in that context of like you know really the greatest records ever made you know Corn's Corn, Amputexture from Mars Volta, Rubber Soul from the Beatles, uh, you know it's great, it's great, <laughs> two but point. it's not perfect like those records are. If Rubber Soul's a three out of three, that's two point nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I don't make oh, the rules. So good. It's just the way she goes. It's the way she goes. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's a, that's a quote of the night right did, there. Did that annoy you or something or <laughs> this what? This is so fucking funny. So good. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you gave this a, you stupidly gave this a 1.5 <laughs> and I give this a 2.9. So, um, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening. Keep listening. Thank you for sticking it out for a week with no episode. Keep listening. We're probably going to do a new metal season sometime soon. Not next week, but sometime soon, maybe. So thanks again for listening. That's it. That's all. Bring your body. Mr. Shadows. generic hardcore later on but when i was going through discogs and all of these bands that i was that i was that was like cold war and this other band i was like who the fuck are these bands and half of them didn't even have uh, like a page on wikipedia but the ones that did were very very brief um and they were all like orange county or at yep. least southern california and i was like wow man good thing bleeding through made music that set themselves apart from everybody else so uh, yeah let's get into my number eight <laughs> the sarcasm was strong there i liked it i did let's, like uh, it let's do it come on man i'm down city of the Three condemned is my five let's do it that's my that's my number seven okay it's beyond banger for me yeah what do you got <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking thing. okay oh, oh. <laughs>